Hello, everybody, and welcome to the Friday, August 12th, I think, edition of uh, the SWAT radio program. I'm David Gray, in with Brad Sykes today. Doug McCary is off, and as always, we are very happy to have you with us. And uh, we can uh, take your calls if you want to give us a call at any point during the program. Although in our third segment, I think, Brad, we're going to have a guest, right? But give us a call any other time at 844-777-7928 if you have a question or a comment. And uh, we've got some technical difficulties going over here with Brad. He's going to leave me with the uh, with the program to do it by myself. So. Yeah, uh, well, I figured I'd just... Oh, there you, you are. You told me before we even got started, you're probably not up to speed, you know, on radio, live radio. Well, I mean, I'm just giving you a chance to step up. <laughs> it's that's been why a you while. Have, hey, that's why we have technical difficulties. Doug and I, and anybody who's been tuned in this week at SWAT knows that we are... I told Doug, I said, you know, of all the things we could jump into to get back into SWAT for the new semester is the sovereignty of God. I mean, <laughs> how how much deeper of the end of the pool could you jump into? Well, listen, technical difficulties with, uh, you know, our headsets there and our go. microphones, God is in control. There you go. So how are you going to respond to it? But, <laughs> remember, to see you, remember when we were kids and the technical difficulties would come up on the TV and it would just be a screen <laughs> that said technical difficulties and that's it? So. Hey, don't, I'm, don't do that, okay? You're, you're, our audience. audiences are, are here and go, what are they talking about? He's yeah, good. These guys yeah, the, are those, 90 years old. <laughs> those, uh, you remember when the TVs, uh, when the vertical screen would start going sure. and you had to go back? I think sure. you would go back behind it and adjust it. Sure. Or, or you had the, uh, you know, the coat hanger just so you could get the good reception. There were times when I was a human antenna for my dad. I can, <laughs> I won't take a lot of time with this, but you know the Patriots were terrible when I was growing up, and the Patriots were the terrible Patriots at were one terrible time. at one point, and uh, for a lot of years, and they'd be blacked out because they would never sell out on the local Boston station. But he could barely pick up the NBC station from Portland, Maine, where oh, yeah. we lived. But we'd fiddle with the uh, rabbit ears, and sometimes he'd go, oh, right there. And I'd be standing there holding it, and he could just barely see it with snow all over the screen. And, there you are, Dave, uh, with yeah. a coat, coat hanger in one hand and exactly. keys in the other. And exactly. Like, don't move. Don't one move, one don't of my move. early talents. <laughs> and yet, isn't it interesting, you know, if I can't get reception somewhere in the city on my phone, I want to throw my phone It is out. unbelievable <laughs> how far it's come in such a short period of time. Well, not only that. But how impatient we are. Oh, absolutely. <laughs> absolutely. You know, I, I don't know. Yep. I feel like there's times where God God allows things to happen. Well, okay. So God allows things to happen. He's ultimately shaping us into right. the image of Christ. But I'm often uh, a little bit taken back by the things that he uses. And sometimes it's the littlest things that Vicky will look at me in the car and go, why does that make you so I mad? Know, I know. And I go, oh, sorry. I know. You know, it's, it's ridiculous. I know. Yeah. I, I, I've mentioned here before, you know, I like the author John Eldridge, and I've yes, read a lot I of his you. books. And one of his earliest books, it might have been the first one that he wrote with his original partner, Brent Curtis, called The Sacred Romance. And I get little snippets in my inbox every day from wild at heart ministries eldridge's Very ministries cool. and uh the one the other day was a snippet from the sacred romance about the importance of rest and the importance of getting away from 
what we're talking about, the, the technology and the materialism and the hustle and bustle of the world. And, and I realize I don't do enough of that, I, that I don't get away to a quiet place, that I don't go sit on the beach or go for a walk in the woods or whatever it is. And can I go one day without my phone? You know, and, and, and I think that's really something I need to think about. And hopefully it would be an encouragement to all of us to, to think about doing that. Well, I'll, I'll, uh, I'll pick on James uh, Grimm, who handles our podcast. He thank, thankful to Jim, James. I know he's probably listening. And it's been years ago, uh, probably within the first year that Doug and I kicked SWAT radio off is we had a young lady as a guest talking about fasting from technology mm. she was i think she was a college age girl and uh I, to be honest you know she was talking more directly to uh you know her age group right and yet we are we are we may be equally as bad yeah. because we're so attached to these things you know whether it's a laptop or a phone um and and i couldn't agree with you more i mean i think the importance of disciplining ourselves to uh to fast sometimes but to man we we need to get quiet we yep. need to get still yep. and yep. uh yep. which means we got to turn these things over yeah. and, and to go in a little lighter direction with it jerry seinfeld does a bit about it where I he always sa- can count on yeah you. Bring, exactly bring me some yeah where, where he says well this is part of his uh stand-up uh material but where he says you know talking about phones and he says you know you go to dinner with somebody he says, and you put the phone down on the table right in between you and the person you're having lunch or dinner with as if to say, well, I'm going to focus on you, but I, if I get a call, it might, I'm going to take that. It might be more important. He says, you know how it, you know how you know it's not really that important? He says, because they're calling you. <laughs> <laughs> so, you know, leave it alone oh, yes. and don't answer it or put it away. So, Well, hey, what, what would it take? Okay, so this is a kind of a new discipline for me. Uh, when I begin to disciple a, a new a new guy, is I tell them as, as part of the one of the because a lot of the guys I disciple are younger guys, uh, which they don't go anywhere without their phone, mm-hmm. and uh, and oftentimes they've got it face up, kind of like this is yep. here on the desk, yep. because it lights up or it vibrates or whatever it might be, and I ask them amongst about four or five other questions, I I get right out up front, uh, is I say, are, are you willing to meet with me? for an hour and turn that off, either turn it off or turn it over. Right. And uh, yeah, David, I hadn't had one say no. Mm-hmm. All of them are willing to do it. Right. And I say, look, you know, it's not, it's just, I want to make sure uh, I hear you and I want to make sure you hear me. Yeah. And, and I just think it, it becomes a disruption. Absolutely. You know? And we, you and I were just talking about how easy it is even here. In, Absolutely. Here in the studio. We're trying to gather data and information. We're juggling multiple things at one time. But how much I enjoy having you in the studio. Hey, and Doug is the same way. I love just the interaction eye to eye. Well, I mean, kind of eye to eye. I'm looking through a microphone at you. But how how sweet that is to be able to do that. And think about, I, I I talk to my kids about this. And, of course, this is when I go into old man mode and they think I'm, you know, going to talk about walking uphill to school in both directions for five miles. But how did we think about all the years we were alive without any of this stuff? I mean, now we had technology greater than past generations just by having the telephone and the and and TV. And I remember the first time I ever saw a fax machine, and it was the size Microwave. of size of a stove, you know. And 
but but how did we live all those years without ATM right. machines, without fo- cell phones, without this or that? You know, we get along just fine. And now it seems like you just – and I know the world has changed because of technology and therefore the way we operate and live has changed a little bit. But, you know, we can go a day or two occasionally without – you know, Kelly and I have been talking about that, about let's, let's put them off on Sunday afternoon and just tell the kids, hey, we'll, we'll check them at 6 o'clock. And if you have an emergency, you know, right. get us this way. But Well, and I mean, you and I both, uh, I mean, our kids, my youngest, who is 21, uh, my youngest of five, she's actually very good about it. Um, she, But for the most part, our kids didn't have phones until right. much later. Right. And, and even my really older ones. You know, the iPhone wasn't even out. I mean, it came out, I think, technically in 09, somewhere around there. And uh, so we didn't have to say, hey, no phones at the dinner table or breakfast, table, whatever it is. I don't. It, I just think more and more technology, while I, I see the, the good in it, and, and certainly it's, it's moving and advancing even much faster than we, when we were growing up, but how much more disciplined as a parent do you need to be? Mm-hmm. To make sure you are engaging with your children without these things. I know we're kind of getting, you know, we could spend the whole episode talking about technology. (laughs) But, you know, the the reality is my heart really beats to see people engage like you and I are right now. I mean, I know you didn't come into the studio thinking that would happen, although it tends to happen when you and I are around each other. But the importance of, you know, put, put the phones down. Uh, we don't have to text all the time or Facebook, all these things. And again, I'm not not knocking those things, but I feel like there's so much the 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 wealth and the richness of a relationship right. is when we eye to eye. You know, we're close contact. Yep. And uh, I was uh, my middle child, uh, Jacob. I think you've met Jacob. Uh, flew in town with his wife, his new wife from Nashville last night, and. Uh, I don't know what it is about my kids. They don't know how to fly in at eight o'clock at night. Uh, they always have to fly in somewhere after yeah. eleven p.m., yeah. which yeah. I tell Vicky, "Well, I got to take a nap first, and then I'll set the alarm for 10. That happened, anyway, happened to me recently. Yeah, so I picked them up last night at eleven o'clock, and I didn't go to bed till like one forty-five mm-hmm. because when they got here, when you got to talk, for we a just while. sat on yeah, the sofa, and absolutely, talked. and and. For me, it's energized. Yeah. Very energized. Yep. So, yep. anyway, yep. always great, uh, David, to have you in studio. I don't know what's going on in the world. I know we're going to take a break here pretty pretty quick, but I'm sure you've been following all this uh, this uh, Mar-a-Lago, mm-hmm. yep. uh, FBI, Trump stuff. Crazy. Yep. It is crazy. Unprecedented. I mean, the, the headlines are using those words. On It's never happened before. Yeah. Never have. And it's. Curious timing, of course. It, it, it's hard to think of it as uh, not somewhat politically motivated, no matter what what side of the aisle you come down on. But. Well, we don't usually get into that. I'm right. sure most people who know us know kind of where we stand. Right. It's not right. about a person. It's about policy. Yeah, absolutely. About. But it is unprecedented yep. what's been happening. It's, it's kind of a little bit concerning. It is. We're going to take our first break and come back and then get into our uh, scripture topic for today. Give us a call at 844-777-7928 if you have a question or a comment, and we will be right back on SWAT Radio. 
This program has the potential to reach millions of men each week. If you'd like to learn how you can support this unique program that is helping men understand the truth about Jesus through God's Word and how to impact their lives and the lives of others, then go to www.swatradio.com. Then click on the donate link to help SWAT Radio pass on the truth for the next generation. SWAT Radio is brought to you in part by Ace Door and Window Service, Inc. Ace Door and Window Service, Inc. is a full-service sales door and window installation company. Both of the owners are licensed contractors and are involved in the daily operations of the company. All of their trucks are company-owned and fully equipped. Their mission is to provide Jacksonville and the surrounding area with door and window replacement services. To learn more, call 904-701-3667. That's 904-701-DOOR. Or online at www.acedoor.com. Welcome back to SWAT Radio, everyone. Glad you're with us on this Friday afternoon here coming from uh, coming to you live from Jacksonville, Florida. David Gray and Brad Sykes. Doug is off today and uh, hopefully uh, getting a good break or rest. Or He's probably not resting, though. He's Doug, been, as um, you said, yeah. Doug doesn't know the meaning of rest. <laughs> Although Lori's probably going, amen, that's true. Uh, you know, Brad, I wanted to mention, because you mentioned his name before I forget uh, uh, uh mentioned james grim who handles the website and takes care of all the content on there and the podcasts and everything and i had a chance to really uh, meet james a little bit more i had met him a couple years ago but just briefly but we got to meet and talk a little bit more when he was here for the training day right and uh get to take him to the airport and he's just such a good guy and does such a great job and i didn't know the full story of how he came (laughs) to be in the role that he's in but it was really he just He found it. He had found the program and had been listening to he's it. Up in, uh, he's in Idaho, Idaho yeah. Yeah. And, yeah, and 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 basically started communicating with Doug and volunteered at, at a time when Doug several years ago had yeah. announced that he needed somebody to do this. And, I, I remember being in the studio as he said, "Anybody out there could help me." Yeah, and, and James, and here comes James. And yeah, you're just, thinking it's going to be somebody in Jacksonville, right? You know, in, right, uh, right. But just uh, you know really good to get to know him a little better and spend some time with him and very thankful for all the work he does. It's very much unheralded and he deserves a lot of credit. for. Oh it. man, absolutely. And, and same, same, uh, to get to spend some time with James, I, James and I spoke earlier this week. Uh, I was bugging him about getting some data on our podcast and we ended up, uh, goodness, uh, we probably talked for at least 30, mm-hmm. 40 minutes probably. And it was just, this is so sweet. Just, yeah. We were talking about evangelism and conversations on the airplane back. Uh, yep. Hey, remind, you need to text him or call him and tell he'll tell you about his trip back okay. from, from being here for the okay. SWAT uh, okay. day. And uh, anyway, just so thankful for James. And I, and I would just encourage people, when you go to SWATradio.com and you look at the recap that he does for each day of the week and he puts in the highlights of what was talked about, some of it, 
it's very helpful, first of all. Some of it's really funny. Oh, yeah. Some of the lines he puts in there are really funny, so well, check James, that out. James may say something really funny about what we're doing. Yeah. What did they talk about? Well, yeah. uh, nothing. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> well, yeah. you know, it's one of the one of the things I love. Uh, just, I don't know, early on, I mean, I think this was uh, Doug's idea was to just obviously spend time in the Word of God, but to really just kind of banter, dialogue, mm-hmm. you know, some personal engagement. Here's the reality. Of, of and you probably would testify to this this fact you know you and i grew up and doug grew up at a time where we didn't have podcasts we didn't have all this stuff i mean listen i, I was so influenced uh through christian radio uh names like chuck swindoll mm-hmm. and john MacArthur and all rc sproul yep. charles stanley you know and i could probably name another three or four sure uh of you know i would just tune in and your good Bible teaching, yes. and uh, and then then you know you start ordering cassette tapes and CDs from right. sermons, and and those those men, while certainly my local pastor impacted me greatly, in fact far greater really than these people on the radio, was the idea when Doug came started to talk about doing SWAT radio. Yes, Bible teaching. But maybe more important than just the teaching, it's the practical application right. of the Word of God. Right. You and I, Doug, we've been walking with the Lord for many, many years. We may know something, but how much more important is it that we actually challenge one another mm-hmm. to walk these truths yeah. out? And, of course, yeah. uh, if you've been with us this week, we have, as I said, we've jumped into the deep end of the theological pool to talk about the supremacy of christ the sovereignty of god and uh, i i couldn't help but admire your bible when i walked into the studio because i don't know that i've seen that one but uh you know we all have these these stories and your story of leaving your bible on yes. the top of a car heading down i-95 yep is that what happened just yeah like- well it was a friend of ours uh, you know a mutual friend rod from from uh the swap bible study and a couple of years ago i was coming out to the car with him and helping him get in his car and put my Bible, committed the cardinal sin, right? Put something on the roof of a car. And forget it yeah, there. Yeah, forget it there. He drove off with it, and I realized it later on and went looking for it, and it was strewn around the <laughs> side of 95. So Doug was Doug was nice enough to get me this one, this uh, this MacArthur really, study Bible. I was, I was being prideful when I walked in. I said, well, mine's better than yours. <laughs> Uh, so yeah, quick, yours is a little more worn. Quick story about this one. Uh, th- this is a uh, the MacArthur Study Bible, and we have been this week uh, really jumping into the uh, the book that MacArthur wrote, mm-hmm. the Gospel according to Jesus, and 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 we don't really necessarily behind these mics promote pastors. Uh, in fact, quite the opposite. I mean, we may talk about the influence of pastors had, but the idea is to really elevate. <clears throat> elevate christ and elevate god not man but all that to say uh this was probably 10 12 years ago i was going through the uh, our church's bookstore and i came across this uh lambskin leather macarthur study bible and i i'm like you know drooling on it and vicky goes <laughs> and i said oh man this would 
you, you ever do this with your wife? You're like, you, you change the pitch of your voice. Oh, God, this Bible is so amazing. Vicki <laughs> <laughs> goes, you like it, you think? I said, oh, I'd love this. just love this Bible. Yeah, most and, stores have a sign that says if you drool on it, you bought it. <laughs> exactly. So, because, but I'm, I'm literally so bad. It's like a, you know, it's like your old baseball glove. Yeah, you put absolutely. your face in the yep. glove. You're the smelling smell, the leather. Absolutely. And I'm smelling this Bible. And Vicky's looking at me like, you are weird. Yep. So anyway, all that to say. I think it was it was way more than I would ever spend on a Bible. Uh, but it just so happened the Bible I had that I've had since I got baptized uh, in 85 uh, that my brother-in-law gave me. And uh, it's an old Ryrie study mm-hmm. Bible, uh, New American Standard. That thing was so covered in duct tape. It, I don't know how it was staying together. My kids used to just dog yep. me all the time. Yep. And uh, I had a guy working for me at the time who had this beautiful leather Bible that looked like an antique. And I asked him about it. I said, Where did you, how old is that Bible? He says, it's actually new. He had bought it like at one of the Lifeway or one of the bookstores or whatever, and he sent it to this guy to have it rebound. Mm. It's just an inexpensive Bible. He sends it to this guy who's an English bookbinder to rebind this book, and it comes back and it looks like an antique. Wow. I said, I need the guy's number. So he gives me the number. I call the guy. Can you rebind this book this bible i've had it's torn to pieces he said absolutely send me some ideas what you want i put it in a box i mail it to the guy never once asked him well how much does that cost well six weeks later it showed back up at my office with a receipt inside and i'll just tell you this and little did i know that vicky had bought this bible Mm -hmm. this macarthur lambskin study bible at the bookstore and given it to me for christmas and uh Oops. <laughs> yeah. Uh, dropped about $700 in wow. Bibles in one month. Wow. Wow. All right. That's enough of that. Okay. Do you still have the rebound one? I do. Okay. In fact, I All don't right. have it with me, but I oftentimes use All right. it to teach All right. it because it has so many notes in yeah, it. Yeah, you know? exactly. Hey, we are going to jump in real quick into Ephesians chapter 1. And we, as I mentioned before, we're talking about the sovereignty of God and really kind of launching into that through the reading of the book the gospel according to jesus and quite frankly over the years i can't think of a more um i don't say controversial but it's certainly a topic that many people avoid Mm -hmm. you know depending on where you stand on on the sovereignty of god and uh but i think there's enough in scripture that we we have to embrace that mm-hmm. and so we're going to be in ephesians chapter one um and i'm going to i'm going to have a person call in just after the break right so we may um kind of transfer over into the next segment but if you would david would you read ephesians chapter one uh, i think what are we three yeah verses three to fourteen, three to 14. i think yeah, yeah. Go ahead, let's go do ahead that and read that and then let's just talk about it sure Ephesians uh, 1, 3 to 14, Blessed be the God and Father of our Lord Jesus Christ, who has blessed us in Christ with every spiritual blessing in the heavenly places, even as he chose us in him before the foundation of the world, that we should be holy and blameless before him. In love, he predestined us for adoption to himself as sons through Jesus Christ, according to the purpose of his will, to the praise of his glorious grace with which he has blessed us in the Beloved. In him we have redemption through his blood, the forgiveness of our trespasses, according to the riches of his grace, which he lavished upon us in all wisdom and insight, 
making known to us the mystery of his will according to his purpose which he set forth in Christ, as a plan for the fullness of time to unite all things in him, things in heaven and things on earth. In him we have obtained an inheritance having been predestined according to the purpose of him who works all things according to the counsel of his will, so that we who were the first to hope in Christ might be to the praise of his glory. In him you also, when you heard the word of truth, the gospel of your salvation, and believed in him, were sealed with the promised Holy Spirit, who is the guarantee of our inheritance until we acquire possession of it, to the praise of his glory. May God bless the reading of his word. Amen. I don't know, you know, we both and Doug obviously just love God's word. You know, people ever ask you, what's your favorite passage? You know, I'm not sure if that would be in my favorite passage, but but quite frankly, is there a a richer, more uh, theologically challenging text than that? I mean, the language in there is just... Just the language. I know. I was just thinking that while I was reading it. Just the, the... the lavish, lavish is used in there, but the lavishness of the language that Paul uses is is really something. Well, you you and I think you ever wonder why is it why is this such a controversial, oftentimes a controversial topic mm-hmm. to talk about? Mm-hmm. You know, from people who want to say, you mean you have no control? You're, you get, God is God is reigning. He's ruling. He's on the throne. He, He's controlling every aspect of what's going on. Mm-hmm. You know, what about free will? You know, all, all the all the all the language. Right. And and Doug even mentioned it yesterday, and he and the day before, and the day before. Listen, there are things that are mysteries. Mm-hmm. I, I think of the uh, the language. I think it's of, of Job. You know, can you fathom the mysteries of God? Yeah. Can you probe the limits of the Almighty? Right. He says, let us stop and consider God's wonders. Listen, there are things within this book, you and I, our little little peon finite brains cannot comprehend. Yeah, yeah. And we're going to take a break right now, but to just finish off that point, yeah, I mean, there's. we'll talk about this after the guest, but uh, there's no doubt that it's all through Scripture. What we just read or, or different ways of saying it are all through Scripture. So. Amen. We're going to come back after the break, and like Brad said, we're going to have a guest for a short time. Uh, give us a call at some point after our guest at 844-777-7928 if you have a question or a comment, and we will be right back on SWAT Radio. Welcome back to SWAT Radio, everyone. Glad you're with us. David Gray and Brad Sykes in with you today. Doug McCary is off uh, and will be back 
on Monday, I believe. And Brad, I think you'll be here with him probably on Monday. I think I will. Um, but we're if glad he'll allow me in. If he'll allow you, and that's right, I'm sure he will. <laughs> um, but give us a call at eight four four seven 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 nine two eight. As Brad said, we've kind of this week uh, as the the live broadcasts are back, are, are jumping into um, <laughs> a heavy duty topic on the, the sovereignty of God, focusing on or, or uh, talking also about a a book by John MacArthur called The Gospel According to Jesus and. God's sovereignty and salvation, and uh, that that encompasses certainly this passage we read in Ephesians chapter one encompasses um, election and predestination. All that all that language is used here in the passage um, that I just read. And Brad, as you said, um, this is a, a topic that is a, a tough one for some people. It's been controversial, but it's certainly in Scripture. It's all through Scripture, and I think it's something that we do need to. To learn and, and explore. You remember as a kid, <clears throat> did you ever play hot potato? Sure. This sure. is a hot potato yeah. theologically. It's a hot potato, quite frankly, in the church today. And, uh, you know, that's <clears throat> not to, we're not, I'm not sitting back here going, I've, I've got this figured no. out. Uh, <laughs> right. If you're listening and you, you've struggled with uh, the sovereignty, if you've s- struggled with predestination, election, as like a lot of people like to say, Calvinism. You know, mm-hmm. I don't like to label things like that, right? Because I think that gives it a, you know, it it kind of turns you one way or the other. It's like you're a far right winger. You know, <laughs> that's not a it's not a word that really unites people, right? I think, uh, but instead of uh, instead of what I call punting, instead of punting right. this topic, I think it's important that we dive into it. That we right. we don't just you know, like a hot potato, just move it on. You know, I, I don't want to deal with that. And I think it's one of the things over the years, and, I, you know, I've known Doug for over 20 years, and I think about all the 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 various books of the Bible that we've worked through, not even just at SWAT, just through meeting together. We don't avoid issues like the sovereignty of God. Mm-hmm. In fact, quite frankly, it's it, if anything – it should, when you understand the sovereignty of God, the supremacy of God, it should cause us to worship mm. Him. Mm-hmm. And I want to kind of dig into that, but I've got a guest who's joining us real quickly. And uh, uh, Crystal, are you with us? I am with you. Hey, welcome. Welcome to SWAT Radio. Thank you. What, what? Hey, don't let me interrupt the flow. This is good stuff. <laughs> well, we appreciate that. You know, it's uh, that's what happens when you open the Word of God. And you just kind of start to, you know, converse over it. And uh, but hey, what, what's it like as a girl to join a, a men's radio broadcast? <laughs> <laughs> well, I tell you, I came up in oil and gas, so I'm pretty used to being surrounded by men. <laughs> yeah, I think I remember that about meeting you the first time. And I'm th- first of all, oil and gas. I mean that's a certain there. There's a certain group there. There's some you know I'm a I'm a Texan so I, I know right. I got some family in the oil and gas business. So, Crystal, listen, thank you so much for calling. And I was telling David, who's uh, he's not my guest today, but he's kind of filling in. And I was telling him, hey, I'm, we're gonna have a guest call in uh, just after the break, and uh, we're gonna talk with Crystal for a little bit. So I was kind of giving him the lowdown on you. But uh, Crystal and I met, goodness, has it been about eight or nine months ago, probably, Crystal? I believe so. Well, we met 
through uh, a good friend of, of mine, Jeff Dalrymple. And Jeff and I are good friends. Jeff is a, a brother here in Jacksonville who I guess got connected to you through, uh, I don't know, update me, Crystal. Was that through through George or? or uh... it, yes, it was. It was George Cope, Dr. Cope, that put us together. Well, so Crystal is, are you technically the executive director of the Central Florida Christian Chamber? What is your title? Uh, I'm, I'm titled president, yes. President. So I wanted you to call in because we have an event coming up here in Jacksonville, and uh, we we have kind of a limited amount of seats left for this particular event. There will be others to follow. But I wanted you to come on just for a brief moment. Tell us about the Central Florida Christian Chamber of Commerce. Uh, kind of let our listeners hear about what's going on on the 25th of August here in Jacksonville. Would you? Do you mind Absolutely. doing that? No, not at all. I, I think that actually the Holy Spirit opened the door for when I came in talking about the sovereignty of God and why an event like this and just a movement of Christians and an intentionality around the whole grace of God covering you and abiding with you in the marketplace. Um, you know, when I was in oil and gas and starting out my career, I was what you would call a Sunday Christian. I thought that uh, church was on Sunday. It was in a building. And when I left, then I went and did the rest of the world and my business the way that I would in my own human mind, apart from God. And I started to learn about and more about God and his sovereignty and that he wanted to be in relationship with me. And he, you know, he wants to abide with us, just like it talks about in the Bible. You know, I am the branch and he is divine, yes. and I, we are to remain in him. And so as I, you know, began to grow in my faith, I came into contact with this crazy concept called the Christian Chamber of Commerce, and it just immediately made sense to me in the spirit that these are believers that are in the marketplace that are in, of many, many vocations, different vocations, nonprofits, small business, large business, entrepreneurs and entrepreneurs in some cases within organizations that want to do business together, but they want to do business together as Christians in the marketplace. People that can come together to strengthen each other, pray for each other, refer each other, and shop with each other, goods, products, and services, and still do business with a biblical worldview versus just a worldview. Mm. And it's an amazing concept that I just um, got so excited about. And so I actually joined the Christian Chamber as a customer uh, a couple of years ago, two and a half years ago. Uh, I was looking to grow my personal coaching and consulting business intent and impact in the Central Florida market. And I didn't have a lot of connections here. Most of my connections were in the Midwest where I grew up in business. And so that's why I joined, and, and actually God led me into the presidency of the Central Florida Christian Chamber of Commerce. And at the time, uh, the, the chamber was on a downhill curve on a life cycle, business life cycle. And so a lot of prayer and just kind of, God, what do you want to do in this market? What does a Christian chamber look like from your perspective? You know, we're told that 
We are to be salt and light in this world. A city set on a hill cannot be hidden. Christian business is excellence. It's serving. It's serving. It's, you know, there's a, a different level of expectation for what a Christian business is. And people want to do business with Christians because of that. And so I said, you know, if God's hand is in it, then it is not going to fail if it is really God that is present here in this Christian chamber. And we started to grow, and we started to grow, and now we're over 300 members in Central Florida and beyond. We actually have some members that live in Jacksonville. And so when Jeff approached me about, hey, what is this Christian chamber thing, and how can we bring it to our city or take a look at it to do an intentional business with Christians and strengthen marketplace ministry. See, no matter what vocation people are in, they see their business as an opportunity to be a disciple in the marketplace, to sow seeds and to reach people for the kingdom. And so I, we, we had that conversation. We brought Brad in and we decided, let's do a lunch. Let's just see if there is an interest in the Jacksonville area especially knowing I had a few members in Central Florida that were from Jacksonville. And so we put this lunch idea out there. Of course, we had to have Dr. Cope come as the, as the main speaker. And the topic is discipleship in the marketplace, creating kingdom commerce, and what that means. And we're going to unpack that. And it has been an overwhelming turnout of people and interest. And I kind of think of it like dry ground getting water. And when when Jesus was at the well and he talked about the living water, I think there's a thirsting for more of him and putting God first at the center of our lives, at the center of our businesses, and unapologetically bringing God back into the conversations that we have in the marketplace. And so I'm excited to be a part of it and and just to share a little bit more about the event. Well, Crystal, uh, man, you... I, what can I say to follow that, David? You know, I think of, I think of verses like uh, I don't know Colossians three twenty three twenty four. It says, mm-hmm. uh, uh, "Do your work heartily as unto the right. Lord, rather than for men, knowing that from the Lord you will receive the reward of the inheritance." And it goes on to say, "It is the Lord Christ whom you serve." Mm-hmm. And I appreciate Crystal you, you wow. using the term "serve." I don't know, you know, Dave and I are both obviously in business. Uh, people have often said, when are you going full-time in the ministry? I said, I went full-time in ministry many years ago right. because I've, I do view what I do in the world today. Just today, Crystal, I had a client hmm. that Vicki and I, my wife and I worked with that you know, we're talking about the sovereignty of God all week here on the radio. And and there is there wouldn't be a better a description of the sovereignty of God if I could unpack what happened just today with a client that we had. And it just, okay. it makes me, and I won't talk about it, but it just, it causes me to go how amazing it is, it is mm. how God weaves lives together. And even yes. just the point, what you're saying, it, it's all walks of life. And uh, so anyway, David, what? Well, just comments? even before Crystal said it, I was thinking to myself while she was talking, boy, what a great, organization what a great way for believers to build each other up and 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 have community with each other within the business community but then i thought 
but also what a great opportunity to be a witness to, to unbelievers. And then, Chris, you started talking about a city on a hill can't be hidden. And exactly. so that's exactly what you're, what you're getting at. Hey, Crystal, we're going to take a quick break. Would you mind just hanging on to the next uh, break? Uh, we'll let you go after about a minute. But I want to ask you one thing before we let you go. Is that okay? You got it. All right. Hang on. Okay. Yeah, we're going to take a quick break. Uh, We'll be right back on SWAT Radio after the break. Our number is 844-777-7928. Stay with us. If you'd like to contact SWAT Radio, the toll-free number is 1-844-777-7928. That's 844-777-7928 or 844-777-SWAT. You can also listen to this program through the WTRJ The Truth app from the App Store or over the Internet by accessing www.swatradio.com. We'll be back shortly for further discussion and to take your calls. We're so grateful for having people like Tom Neal Truck Company sponsoring SWAT Radio. Tom Neal Truck Company is located at 417 Edgewood Avenue South in Jacksonville, Florida. Tom Neal is a full-service franchise truck dealer for Freightliner, Western Star, Volvo, Isuzu, and Sprinter vans offering new and used truck sales, service, parts, and truck rental, and leasing to the North Florida and South Georgia truck market. More information on Tom Neal Truck Company is located at www.tomneal.com. That's www.tomnehl.com. If you've been walking the same old road for miles and miles, if you've been hearing the same old voice of the same old lies, if you're trying to feel the same old holes inside, there's a better life. There's a better life. If you got pain, he's a pain taker. If you feel low. Hey, welcome back to SWAT Radio. Uh, David Gray and Brad Sykes here. And uh, I just wanted to make sure Crystal could hang over one more minute. Crystal, are you with us still? I'm here. Okay, thank you so much. And, I mean, quite honestly, that was a great overview of just kind of what the Christian Chamber is up to. Um, because I know, you know, we when, when, when Jeff and I started talking about this idea, my heart is discipleship. And I think that's, that's our mission is to make disciples. That, that was Jesus' mm-hmm. last command before he ascended was he said, go make disciples of all nations, baptizing them in the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit, teaching them to observe all that I've commanded. To be honest, I can't think of a better place to observe all that that God commanded than in the marketplace, because wherever you go, that's where you're going to. That's where you're to be obedient. And I think about, in fact, where it says in Matthew twenty nineteen, "Go therefore," it's it's actually the idea as you're going. Well, as I'm going to work. As I'm entertaining clients, as I'm working with clients, we're to make disciples. Mm. And this isn't, you know, this isn't beating people over the head with the Bible. It's, you know, it's, it's really engaging with people with the idea that we're to serve people and we're to do it with excellence. Mm -hmm. And so I wanted to real quick, just have you, do you have a website, someplace where people can go who are listening to get more familiar with obviously Central Florida Christian Chamber. But even maybe uh, just a a link to the event that's coming up on the 25th. 
Yes, we do. If if your audience wants to find out more about the event that we're doing in Jacksonville or just more about the Christian Chamber as a whole, you can go to our website. It's CF, so it's like Central Florida. So cfchristianchamber.com. It's cfchristianchamber.com. Could I share a quick story before we get off? Yes, please. Well, something really incredible happened yesterday. We had our lunch yesterday, uh, which is similar to what we're going to be doing in Jacksonville. And we had about 165 people there. And there was this one gentleman that was there, and I met him, and he left. And the person that invited him said, I got to tell you this story. He just moved here a month ago. And since he's moved here, he told me he's been invited to church three times. He's not a churchgoer. He's not been to church. He doesn't want to go to church. He said, but I thought, I'm going to invite him to this business meeting with the Christian Chamber. And he came. And so, you know, to be a part of something where, you know, non-believers and even believers are in the marketplace. They're out there. Billy Graham said, one of the greatest movements of God is going to come through believers in the marketplace. And so as our light shines and we just live as a testimony to him, and a lot of people say, well, I don't know how to share Christ. I say, everything you do shares Christ because people are watching. Mm. And if you can walk the talk, then you're part of that discipleship movement of God in the marketplace. So I just want to encourage people that can hear that hear about this event. It's for men and women. And uh, anybody that is a believer that wants to connect with a a Christian business community, and uh, this would be a great opportunity to be a part of something really special that's starting in Jacksonville. Amen. Amen. Crystal, thank you so much for calling in and putting up with a couple of knuckleheads here in the studio. And, uh, I'm looking forward to having you up on the 25th. Maybe I'll see you before that, although that's just a couple of weeks away. But uh, God bless you, and um, excited to hear more stories like what you just shared. Thank you, and, and God bless you. Keep up the good work, you too. Will do. Thanks, Crystal. Do. Take care. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. You know, I was thinking when she talked about the this person who didn't, you know, has been invited three times to go to church but came to an event that was a marketplace-type event. This isn't bait and switch, by the way. Hmm. But I remember one of my pastors uh, telling me a long time ago, he said, Brad, you're reaching people I can't reach as a pastor. Hmm. You know, and, and I think this kind of was one of the things I'm very passionate about. And it, this doesn't – I want to make sure I, I'm clear. I'm not saying we shouldn't invite people to church. I'm fine with that. Yep. But the idea of the church is for the saints. It's where believers come right. and we gather for the equipping. For worship and equipping, right. So exactly. that we will go out <clears throat> yep. into the marketplace right. right, to share and engage with the gospel. Right. That's why a lot of churches have in their parking lot exit, you're now entering the mission field, right? That's exactly. a true statement. Exactly. And yeah. I think it, that's kind of the point yeah. uh, that Crystal's getting. And that's where Jeff <clears throat> Dalrymple and I are very passionate. I know you are too. You're a business guy. How, isn't it? You, you talk about the sovereignty of God. Mm-hmm. I think of all the people that God has brought into my life through business yep. that to this day, sometimes some of them 40 years later, 
that has just enriched my life right. over the years right. because yep. they know Christ. Yep. So, And I liked what Crystal said about, because um, it, it relates to the passage that we read, where she addressed the hypothetical question or the common question that we hear from people. Well, I don't know how to share Christ. I, I'm not comfortable with it. I don't feel like I'm good at it. You know, the passage here tells us in Ephesians that, that God adopted us <laughs> as sons and daughters into his family, that, that he chose us to be members of his family. And in Romans, it tells us to conform us to the likeness of Christ. That's right. And so yeah. as, you know, what, you know, your kids, right, for good or bad, <laughs> yeah, right. my kids, for good or bad, can't help but reflect me or you. Sure. Sure. Because because they're part of our family, they're right. they're 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 part of us. So how much more does God give us the image of Christ or conform us to the image of Christ? So by by being adopted and by belonging to His family, we are going to reflect Him. Now now, can we wander away from that? Can we do a poor job sometimes of reflecting Him? Of course, because we're still sinners. We're not perfect, mm-hmm. but. But as we grow, as God does not give up on us, as God continues to change us, we will reflect Christ. And that's why I'm glad Crystal said, in all that we do, we reflect him. Well, and she she actually uh, referred to abiding. Uh, yes. You can go to John 15. John 15 is full of this concept of abiding. Uh, we are the branch. You are the vine. <clears throat> you know, it, it, this idea, and, you know, to your point, uh is do we do we stray off course from time to time? Absolutely, we do uh, daily yeah. because we are wrapped in the flesh. Right. We struggle with sin. We, quite frankly, we are infected with sin. Mm-hmm. Uh, and but the reality is, when we're abiding in Christ, we very quickly know when we're off course. Right. And what is the practice? What is the discipline? One of the one of the the manifestations of salvation true salvation true regeneration is that we repent right. uh that that when we stray off when we and sometimes yes it may take a brother or a sister or a wife or a child <laughs> hey david you're off course here yeah. is that you go back and you you repent you confess and you repent yeah and that's the beauty of the gospel you know and that's one of the things not to get too far off track here but that Doug has done has been such a big influence in my life and I'm sure yours and many other men and that is this idea of repenting quickly yes exactly. and 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 I have been guilty in my life of not repenting quickly and and having the wrong um premise if you will or the wrong idea the bad theology right yeah that I've got to wait a little while and let God cool off a little bit, or I've got to prove to him yeah. for a week or so that I'm serious about changing my ways, right? Right. right. And all of that is just lies, right? Well, it totally <clears throat> discounts the work of the cross. Exactly right. It, limit, it minimizes what Jesus did. It says he's not big enough, the cross isn't big enough, and yet, and and I'm going to help pay for my yeah. own sins. His blood's not enough to yeah, cover. Exactly. So the, all that. I mean, yeah. but the idea that I'm glad you brought it up. The idea that repent quickly. Don't let it fester. Don't let it linger. We know that the Bible teaches we're already forgiven. Yeah. Right. But but right. our sin and and our position in Christ doesn't change. Right. But our sin interrupts our communication Absolutely. with God, 
It interrupts the relationship just like it would if you and I were having an argument if we exactly. didn't get it straightened out. Exactly. By the way, we're going to have a fist fight in the lobby <laughs> after the show here. Um, but, but you know, the same way, in the same way, our relationship with God can be interrupted. It's just like I, I always think of when Jesus said to Peter when he washed their feet, and Peter said, well, it, it, Jesus said, if you don't let me wash your feet, you have no part in me. And Peter said, well, then wash my head. Give me a whole bath. And Jesus said, you don't need a bath. You just need your feet cleaned up once in a while. Meaning he belonged to him, but you need to, we need to get our, our, you know, our relationship back intact, if you will, because of sin that interrupts it. I think of the scripture, he who began a good work in you will bring it to completion when? In the day of Christ Jesus. Now, he is doing a work in us. And part of that work is is related to our abiding, as Crystal even talked yeah. about, the, the importance of abiding in Christ daily. Yeah. And, and that, that being a being a churchgoer is not a Sunday event. Yeah. You know, that it is it is every day. It's every second of yeah. every day, and we are to abide in Christ. Yeah, I like to think of Sunday. Somebody once said, you know, it's it's a good way. You go, it's, the, it's technically not the end of the week. It's the beginning, the beginning. of the week. Right. And we go and we get fueled up. Yeah. Yeah. We get fueled up, and then we go out into the marketplace or whatever it is that we do. And, yeah. Amen. And, well, and I, uh, we're going to go off the air. We've been in Ephesians 1 today. We've kind of been all over here. But I, I want to just point out one thing right here in the very beginning of this text in Ephesians 1, verse 3. It says, Blessed be the God and Father of our Lord Jesus Christ, who has blessed us in Christ with every spiritual blessing in the heavenly places. Verse 4 says, even as he chose us in him before the foundation of the world, that we should be holy and blameless before him in love. Here here it is. We have been chosen. We are in Christ. This took place before the foundations of the earth. Some people might say, well, that's not fair that you didn't have the option to choose. Listen, if I had the option to choose, I wouldn't choose God. Right. It's a fact. The Bible is very clear about that. No one seeks God. No, not one. And yet, in Christ, I have all the spiritual blessings in the heavenly places in that we should be holy and blameless before Him. Yep. So our lives should be a work of transformation in Christ. Yep. David? Well said and a good a good point to end on. Doug will be back on Monday. Brad, I think you'll be here. Glad you joined us today on SWAT Radio. See you next week. If you missed a SWAT radio broadcast this week and would like to hear any show in its entirety, then go to SWATradio.com. Click on Past Shows, where you can listen to the broadcast. Also, if you're looking for a band of brothers that gather around God's work to be a part of, then go to SWATradio.com and email one of our hosts, and they can get you plugged in to one of the local SWAT Bible studies. Tune in next time to explore how SWAT radio is strengthening spiritual